2: App Store or the Google Play Store today.
1: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized.
3: Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. My name is Shahab Zagari from Skywire, and I'm joined by
0: Peggy Unsults at Mobile Groove.
3: Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, a few weeks back, we actually had Ken Heron on. Uh, he's uh, an unbelievably amazing uh, social media uh, analyst. Uh, he also uh, does all sorts of research on the new up-and-coming uh, social networks. Uh, last time we talked about you know, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Vine. Um, welcome back, Ken. Uh, what have you got planned for us today?
4: Today's going to be fun. So hopefully uh, our listeners have got their pencils ready. So repeat after me, Shahab. Mobile only. Mobile only. Messaging based. Messaging based. Anonymous social networks. Anonymous social network. And so by mobile
3: only, you mean
4: there's just no web presence? Most of these networks do not have any web presence. So these are not just born mobile networks. These are only mobile social networks, that there are no plans for most of these to ever have any type of web presence. It is solely from your mobile device. Initially built for the mobile device. Designed, I would go one farther, not just built for the mobile device, but engineered from the ground up for the constraints of the mobile experience. Realizing that we are often dealing with smaller screen factors, We have some different type of feature capabilities, often playing to the strengths, such as GPS. Most of our laptops don't yet have built-in GPS, so these uh, mobile-centric social networks really give some very interesting new capabilities that just isn't possible or conceivable on a traditional computer or laptop.
0: And I, guess, and I guess, Ken, just to interject there that, um, you know, being that they're mobile only, that they're born in mobile, um, and all the work I do looking at what does that mean, that means that it's for an audience that's primarily millennial because it's their primary access point. I mean, they, they live connected to their mobile. It's always within arm's reach, so that's probably part of it, too. It's not about us.
4: I was very surprised. I went through the demographics for the different networks we're going to talk through today, and I was surprised uh, when I was looking at the usage that absolutely correct, 100% correct, Peggy, in that millennial targeting, but who are the actual users, especially when we know in the world where you're not supposed to join LinkedIn, you're not supposed to join Facebook until you were a certain age, I'm seeing grade schoolers on these. Now, the the quality of the post tends to reinforce that this is the the very very young age that it's not just college not just high school not just middle school but in many cases it is grade schoolers using the wi-fi on their ipod touch because that's the only mobile device it's their first device but it's the only one they are given access to so they're now participating on these networks through that
0: Well, I I'd, I'd love to just let you loose Ken because I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about, you know, how it's being used, but I'd love to hear as you're going through this list in case you weren't planning to do it anyway, um, you know, how does a marketer deal with this because we're talking about networks where, you know, if you're, I guess I don't know, back to school stuff or whatever, you're going to have to be out there uh, or you're going to have to disguise yourself as a kid or a teenager, I don't know. So I I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about not only the networks, but how do we and engage on them, I guess. So I'll let you loose. And each
4: network is a – thank you for that. Each network is a little bit different, but the, the real net of all this is that if you are selling a product or service to this age range, you need to be in this space in an appropriate and a relevant way. So what I will okay. share with each of these are a little bit about the technology, a little bit about the content that's on it who the audience is, and sometimes there's a difference between who it was meant to be and who it really is, and then the why. Why the users are on it, why they're fucking to it. Some of these networks are literally weeks old. They are very new. And for some people, they may think, okay, Ken, you're overwhelming me. This is too many different networks. Remember the rule of thumb. If when you hear of a new social network, you go in, you seize your brand name. Even if you have no plans to use it and it's not something you have resource, time, or, or budget to go after, go in, put in your profile, seize it so that no one else does. You know, kind of plant your flag okay. and then direct people to the networks on which you are able to maintain an active presence. So Got if it. we can, let's start with Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat, you're probably familiar with that if I want to show off my naughty bits, uh, in a photo that—that that is the application I use. Uh, I would push back on that for two reasons. Every social network, people are showing off their naughty bits. So the fact that Snapchat <laughs> got painted for that—that—that um, yeah. that, that was probably unfair. You know, we've all heard—you know, people do certain things on the internet. They do it on every single social network that exists. Uh, people find the love of their lives on Facebook. Even politicians. Um, Unfortunately, politicians are often the least sophisticated in using different (laughs) social networks for that purposes. One might argue the average high schooler on a Friday night is a little more tech savvy and understands how to cover his or her uh, Internet trail uh, and delete the, the cash a little bit more easily. So Snapchat was the first social network that gained popularity for being ephemeral. Meaning when you post something to Snapchat, it disappears, it disappears very quickly, one to 10 seconds. Uh, it was initially photo based. And I love uh, the term default delete that when we think of Facebook, when we think of Twitter, when we think of all these other networks, we post something and it is essentially there forever you know, as we've all learned, I post an inappropriate tweet, I delete it. The world knows I have posted an inappropriate tweet. There are multiple applications that will actually go in and rescue all of those deleted tweets so you can sift through whether you're TMZ or the Washington Post to catch all the good stuff, even if it's deleted. Snapchat was designed to delete. Now, there's a a real caveat here. If anyone's thinking of using it for things that they want to be confidential or not be shared, If you look on either Google Play or the iTunes App Store, you will see dozens of apps that allow you to save your Snapchats without the other person knowing. So this idea that it really disappears uh, isn't entirely accurate from an engineering or a geek point of view, but that is the intent. Now, at the very beginning, marketers said, I want nothing to do with this. Uh, Mm -hmm. How can I possibly make use of a social network where my message disappears in five seconds or 10 seconds, that's just silliness. Uh, Also, the fact that it had this reputation of being the the sexting app, people ran from it. Well, guess what? There are now dozens of different, very large mainstream brands, arguably the largest, the, the CPG companies, the fast food restaurants, the entertainment companies, they are all using this. And what did they discover? They discovered not only do you need to be on the network your target audience is on but even more to the point as marketers we are continually struggling to get the attention of our target audience especially if that skews a little bit younger when the message is that short people pay closer attention so the conversion rates and the success they have had has been very very uh, successful it has been uh, the ROI on Snapchat has been very positive for all the brands that are doing it. So and, and again, if I can just chime ahead. in uh,
3: real quick, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, again, regardless of how you can save certain people's Snapchats, because of the fact that it does disappear and it does go away, that's, you know, and not archived, that's where the millennials are. And so if that's your target market, then you yes. need to come off of Facebook or whatever it is. And that's, that's where you
4: need to go. So go ahead, go ahead. Well said, I am a, a very big proponent that as marketers, we don't choose our media, mm-hmm. our customers, our target audiences, they choose the media and we can either decide to be in the spaces that they decide they are participating in or not. Just to share a, a couple of data points uh, so you can put into perspective how big this is, as of May, 2014, you know, tick, tick, that's right now, Snapchat, people are uploading 700 million photos per day. Wow. And just as a reminder, that is more than Facebook that we think of as the granddaddy with its billion plus members. Also, Snapchat is now the top third party messaging app in North America by volume. And you know that little company that Facebook purchased for a a big chunk of money called WhatsApp? Mm -hmm. Snapchat is trumping WhatsApp in North America by a significant amount. That's amazing. Now, I'm going to have to cut
3: in here. We do have to go to break, Uh, so uh, listeners, uh, don't go anywhere. We've got a couple more uh, platforms to talk about. Uh, We'll be right back with Ken Heron. Don't go anywhere.
1: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
2: Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com.
1: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
0: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand, anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. My name is Shahab from Skywire.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz at Mobile Groove. Um, Before the break, if I could just ask, because I'm not, uh, uh, I'm I'm based in Europe, so it's a little bit different over here. Um, What does the brand interaction look like on Snapchat?
4: It is very clever. Usually they are very attention-getting, photo-based ads. Uh, So think of it as a banner ad tuned for the Snapchat generation. They are promotional offers, coupon codes, and the people who started it was a local frozen yogurt chain who realized, you know, all of my audience, all of my customers are the high schoolers. Let me start using Snapchat and very quickly the larger national brands came in. What I find interesting about Snapchat is that when you look at its principles, how they think of what they're doing, they see themselves as the next generation of Skype, FaceTime, and Hangouts. They see Snapchat as a phone replacement. And when I say phone, they're a phone service replacement. They see themselves as redefining calling. For a generation that is not as much into voice calls, that they have taken, a, a, from their perspective, a very radically different approach, and they think that the 13 to 23 year old market, which is their stated group that they're going after, they are going to be the new way of making calls. Ooh. So before we move on to the the next, uh, Snapchat is known for its disappearing messages. Think of the term default delete. The content, what people are sharing, is a combination of text, photo, and video. The audience, clearly millennial in nature and surprisingly young in nature. The minute that a, quote, little one is able to talk you into a mobile device that will download apps, they will be on Snapchat. Why? I always like to ask, why are the users on a certain social network? Very simple answer, because all of my friends are on it. So next up, I'd like to talk about Whisper. Whisper is another broadcast mobile social network, and it's an interesting one in that where Snapchat is actually not anonymous. Uh, you have a, a profile, you're, you're sending it back and forth to your friends. Whisper, completely anonymous, uh, which is kind of different, kind of new for us because we're used to social networks where it doesn't have to be our real name, but there is a name with Whisper you are really uh, anonymously broadcasting your content and what is this content it's secrets whatever they may be and it really skews towards very raw very emotional secrets you could almost uh make fun of it and say that people are trying to outdo each other with the most horrific pathetic you know traumatic events in their lives Uh, They self-describe themselves as where the truth lives, share your secrets. Uh, It's a little more adult. So Peggy, to your term, it's still millennial, but it's adult millennial rather than the millennial and younger. It's Mm -hmm. also wildly popular. I I looked at these numbers and I had to double check them. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give a guess as to how many views or, or what kind of activity they're seeing on a monthly basis? Is it in the hundreds of thousands? Uh, you know that word that begins with B called billion? Whisper has 6 billion views a month. Now, that's on a global basis, but that's an incredible, incredible amount. Hmm. Also, something that their CEO recently said that uh, I don't know of the CEO of too many apps that would say that. Whisper is not accessible to people who are over the age of 22.
3: Oh, so, how does so, they that means- so if you go to the app store, how do they know?
4: Uh, They don't know other than they have very few, quote, adult users. Mm -hmm. That's just not who is using it. Um, And if you've gone into it, uh, I've spent some time on all of these different sites, and Whisper can be very revealing. Uh, For example, there are parts of the world, uh, let's take uh, the Ukraine, where there's a lot going on. Well, I can go to Whisper where people feel free to share what they're thinking, what they're experiencing, what's going on, I can now, and this is a new with the latest update, I can go in and target the geography, and no surprise, I go to the spring break type of destinations, you know, where people are at the beach and party, it's a very different set. But if I'm going to parts of the world that are having uh, civil unrest, that are having catastrophic natural disasters, such as the firefighters, uh, even though, you may uh, shrug off, whisper and think, you know, this isn't a serious social network when you go uh, even more so than Twitter, because again, anonymity creates some very different types of content. When you go in and look at some of the most difficult parts of the world at times that are very challenging, the quality of the content, it, it becomes very serious and very real. Now, again, they're like any social network, don't believe everything you read. Sometimes people post fake posts, but the the quality of the post, it really does make you stop and are yeah. able to visualize what these people are going through in a way that is really, really difficult. So it definitely recommended if you have not gone in to actually see what some of the people are posting. And it's on Whisper that's whisper so uh, a quick recap the the tech or or kind of how it works it is a broadcast anonymous messaging service the content and these are you know ken's words a lot of raw raw emotion especially in places of the world that are going through some type of event And, and the downside kind of where we said with snapchat the downside is you know the occasional not safe for work content with whisper, uh, there is some obvious fake content. There are people who are kind of taking the pity story to the logical extreme, and clearly they are quote fake posts uh, so, so, audience- so Ken go ahead so
0: Ken I, I, don't, I just want to interject here for a moment. you're talking about the content on on whisper um, again it's at the end of the day. what would then a marketer do to harness this you know we we're, we're learning about these social networks with you here on the show, but also you know strategically. Can I do anything on a social network where everyone's only 22?
4: Absolutely. absolutely. Okay, what? Uh, We're familiar with Tide Detergent. Tide Mm -hmm. Detergent has a remarkable program where there are hurricanes, forest fires. They go in with a portable semi-truck that is filled with washing machines to allow people to do laundry when they really, really need to do it. Mm -hmm. For Whisper, where there are these catastrophic events, Tide could use this as a way to reach out to people to let them know that, hey, the van's going to be here to share photos of people getting their laundry, and not just from a, a brand-building PR perspective, but also to provide service to people at times of really difficult situations.
0: So you just mentioned a scenario where a brand could do something. hmm So is a brand really doing something right now in real life that's interesting on this social network that could be? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.